paraprofessional training. Hey, special education teachers. In today's episode, I will be sharing the areas you need to train your special ed aides and classroom support on. But before we get into it, when this episode drops, we are in the month of August of the year 2023, and I'm sure you all know about the Maui wildfires in the town of Lahaina. I was born and raised on the island of Oahu, and I still have family there, like my dad, stepmom, and all of my five brothers. Uncle and his family are on the island of Oahu, which is right next door to Maui. I have visited there when I was younger, and my roots are still there in the islands, and so Maui is very close to my heart. So the people of Lahaina has asked that we wear the color red to help them represent solidarity and in support to them. I would love to put a video together, and if you'd like to participate, go ahead and take a picture of yourself and DM or tag me on Instagram at steppingintospecialed or email me at steppingintospecialed at gmail.com. Also, if you would like to donate to the families of Lahaina, the best way to do so is to give directly to the families themselves. You can do this by checking out the Instagram page at Lahaina underscore Ohana underscore Venmo. I will go and put the link in the show notes. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, special ed teachers. Welcome to Stepping into Special Education. Are you confused with writing IEPs? Need a system to track data? Are you up late Googling strategies for behavior management? Do you wake up with huge goals only to feel that you're not doing enough? Hey, I'm Michelle. I too teach special ed in a low socioeconomic community. I too wanted more connection with my special needs families. I wanted help with IEP meetings and needed more training with behaviors. And I kept asking myself, am I even doing a good job? Until I finally found the right strategies and support. In this podcast, you will find guidance with IEPs, behavior strategies, and SPED support so that you will know you've made an impact. So grab your iced coffee, clipboard, and your favorite pen. It is time to get things started. Hey, y'all. I'm sure you noticed I skipped another week of an episode because COVID hit me really early into the year already. So I was down for the count, but I am back again. So let's take two. So I know some of you have already started the year or are gearing up to begin. And with being SPED teachers, many of us are lucky to have classroom support to help us with our students. Paraprofessionals, teacher aides, special ed assistants, instructional aides, I will be using these terms interchangeably. You may also have one-on-ones in your classroom that this training information I will be sharing today will benefit them as well. At the beginning of the year, we are getting everything prepped for the students, getting our classroom set up, getting materials and lesson plans together. We almost never have time to train our aides. Some aides do not start until the same day as the students. So there literally is no time to get our paraprofessionals trained. I was teaching my upper elementary autism class, and even though my caseload was low at about 10 students, I had to learn how to manage four adults. Yes, four, right? Never in my whole career have I ever had so many adults to manage. To any special ed teacher, 
that is a great problem to have with having so many help in the classroom. In the past, I would be lucky if I had one that would show up consistently. Anyway, it was a blessing to have so many classroom support during that school year, but I needed to get everyone trained quick so I can get my entire class into a routine that we could flow throughout the year. To get my class in order, I knew I had to train my classroom support aides quickly and thoroughly to get the year started. I looked at what are the most important components that would create the classroom environment I wanted to benefit myself, but most of all, my students. So here we go. Paraprofessional Training 101, the four main areas you need to train classroom support staff, special ed assistants, and instructional aides for the first main area is number one, the classroom behavior system. Whichever behavior system you have in your classroom for all the students, for instance, the happy face, sad face with the names on the clothespins, color card class system, or levels and point system, your aide or para needs to know the foundations of your classroom, which is the classroom behavior system. They are to help support your system, hold the students accountable as how you would like to with your students. So the first area to train your paras in is the classroom behavior system. Paraprofessional training 101, the second main area you need to train classroom support staff is number two, protocols, standard procedures. There are many different areas when I think of protocols, but this can be how to report incidences, if your aide has an issue with students or any personal issues, how and who do they report to? The best advice I've ever gotten as a teacher is there is a chain of command. Always report to your closest supervisor first. Never go straight to the top right away. This is how you'll build better relationships with your team. Another very important protocol is parent communication. Please ensure that your paras or aides direct all questions from parents to you. You are the student's teacher and case carrier. Any confidentiality with the student should not be discussed with anyone but you, teachers. So the second area to train your support staff are protocols. Paraprofessional Training 101, the third main area you need to train classroom support staff is number three, group rotations. Both whole group and small group rotations need to be explained to your para. When you are doing whole group instruction, what would you like your para to be doing? Is there a student you'd like them to be assisting on being on task with them? Or do you need them to prepare materials while you are instructing whole group? Small group rotations need to be taught to your aide explicitly. Technically, there would be about three groups in your group rotation one with the teacher, the aide, and then an independent group for the students. Naturally, let them know what your expectation is for them to teach when the students are with them. Will they be practicing fluency, letter or number recognition, timetables practice? Doing so will help reinforce the lesson that you have just taught the students in whole group. So the third main area to train your classroom staff are group rotations. 
paraprofessional training, the last main area you need to train classroom support staff in is number four, a must do slash may do lists. I know we usually do this for our students, but I think this is important to lay out the duties you are requiring your aides or paras to do and specifically what to do in the morning, during recess, and at the end of the day. It's those daily and weekly tasks you need the aid to do. For a bonus tip, typing this up and posting it either on a staff board or near where the aid is working helps so much for the aid to refer to. But most importantly, if the aid is absent, their substitute aid can refer to this list as well. And it'll save time for you as a teacher to not have to stop instruction to answer any questions when you do have a sub-aid. So for the fourth and last main area to train your support staff in is a must-do, may-do list. All right, I hope you were able to at least get one takeaway from today's episode to train your classroom support staff. So to recap, Paraprofessional Training 101 the four main areas you need to train classroom support staff, special ed assistants, or instructional aides are number one, the classroom behavior system, number two, protocols, number three, group rotations, and last but not least, number four, the must-do, may-do list. If you felt I left any areas that paras need to be trained in, please let me know in our free private Facebook group. You can find it at www.facebook.com backslash groups backslash stepping into special ed. Also, just another reminder for you to wear red and go ahead and take a pic of yourself to show your support of solidarity for the residents of Lahaina, Maui. And this is all due to the wildfires. So go ahead and DM me or tag me your pic at stepping into special ed on Instagram or you can email me at steppingintospecialed at gmail.com. If you'd like to donate, go ahead and check out the Instagram page at lahaina underscore ohana underscore Venmo. Doing this, you will be directly donating to the families of Lahaina themselves. This is a great way to know that your generous donations are helping them directly. All right, my friend, catch me on another episode of Stepping Into Special Education. Take care and have a great week. Hey, before you leave, if you felt this show taught you something and got you one step closer to where you want to be, please leave me a quick review and follow this podcast. It is the best thing you can do to keep the show going. Also, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You'll be able to connect with me and get support from fellow educators just like you. Remember that you do make a difference and that there's always that one student that can't wait to see you every single day. Till next time, my friend, take care.